Hello, and welcome to the special Christmas episode of Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 24 of Ore Monogatari. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So last we left off, uh, things were in a pretty dire state. Takio's witnessed something that's certainly not good, and while it's not as bad as it seems to be to him, you know, it's definitely... Definitely not good that Ichinose guy is up to no good and uh, Unfortunately Takio is seemingly taking the brunt of it. You know, he wasn't even there to deliver that umbrella So I guess the question now is How do you go forward from here surely I mean, Takio, he's down in the dumps, obviously, but, uh... I feel like this is... a good time for Makoto to, uh... remind him. Now, this is unfortunate, you know. Yamato's calling him out of concern, and he's just sort of deflecting a little bit. You know, she does want to spend time with him and everything, so things aren't as immediately hopeless as we were led to believe, just based off of the end of the previous episode and the start of this one. But, uh, man, things are still not good. Things haven't been resolved. That coworker is seemingly devoted to causing trouble. I mean, it's, uh, it's a little unfortunate because. This aside, you know, the whole thing seems like a pretty good job for Yamato. You know, she enjoys it. It's what she wants to do and everything. Ah. Uh, okay. So now, he's sort of inviting her to spend time with him, conflicting with Takio. And she's sort of, I guess, going along with it because he's couching it in terms of my career is on the line. So, you know, I feel like... Uh, you know, this is something where Yamato should put her foot down and say, like, you know, no, I already have plans, but... I guess I can see why she's not doing that, you know, she's too polite and kind. But... You know, I can imagine Makoto recognizes what's going on here. Takio's not putting his own wants or needs first, and as a result, you know, he's, uh, he's likely gonna suffer for it. Despite the lovey-dovey message that Yamato sent him, I mean, that goes some ways to reassure him, I'm sure, but words are one thing, actions are another, and this also contrasts with what Ichinose said to him, you know, that he is better than Takio. Alright, so good on Takio, you know, he's just sort of... ...helping out, but the poor guy can't help himself. And... ...that's unfortunate. You know, everybody's sort of noticing the lack of Yamato. And it's not like they wouldn't hang out with Takio regardless, but she is, in a way, the life of the party. 
And you know what? I think this is nice, too, that, uh... People are actually sort of reassuring him that, you know, Yamato made a choice to go out with you. That's not some idle thing. You know, it's not like he was, uh, fishing for it or anything necessarily, but, uh, the confirmation is nice. So I guess the question is, where do things go from here? You know, Takio, he's sort of reflecting on his faults and how he's not being as good a person as he could be, and therefore, you know, Yamato might have cause to break up with him. But, you know, he could improve, and therefore, he shouldn't give up out of hand. And you know what? I think, uh... Takio's being, uh... Too cordial, I'd imagine. I feel like, uh... It would almost be more appropriate to beat the guy to a pulp. I mean, considering how, uh... Just sort of audacious he was in interfering, you know, maybe like... I guess exercising a little bit of force wouldn't be necessarily the wrong thing. Like, alright, you know, maybe beating up is too far, but maybe like scare him off a little bit. Now, Ai's raising a good point here, because while he can trust Yamato, he certainly can't trust this guy. Yeah, you know, I feel like, uh... I feel like this guy's really fishing here. You know, he's pretending as though he's having a lot more trouble than he actually is to try and get, uh... Yamato to help him out here. I mean, he sort of puts it in terms of her being his muse, but, uh... Man, that is scummy, how he's sort of referring to Yamato and himself as, uh... I guess an item. You know, it's, uh, maybe it's a quirk of grammar, but, uh... I don't know. That, that's just a scummy reframing of the situation. Alright. So this is an interesting wrinkle. You know, he... Ichinose is saying that... He'll tell Yamato how he feels when he wins the gold. So this sort of uh, opens things up for a little bit of uh, sneaky sabotage. I feel like it wouldn't be beyond Makoto to sort of covertly sabotage things to sort of head that whole thing off at the pass. You know, this doesn't have to become a greater issue if you can nip it in the bud. That said, you know, I think Takio is sympathizing with him a little too much, you know. Because apparently his career depends on this, not by any metric we've actually seen. You know, he's just sort of making this claim. And to Takio's credit, you know, he's a good guy. He wants the guy to win and succeed and do all that. However... I don't know. I don't think you should necessarily wish for success for people who are trying to interfere in your life.
So, you know, he said that whole business about not confessing until he won the goal, but he's sort of doing that right now, saying, you know, my life was a lot worse before I met you, and now things are good. You know, I don't think that's an accident. In fact, uh, I think he's doing this kind of deliberately. You know, he's sowing a seed that he hopes will grow later. Fortunately... Fortunately, Yamato has her head on straight and... Uh, oh dear. She, uh... She wants nothing of it. And regardless of how poor a cook Takio is, she still likes him. You know, not like that's the main factor or anything, but, uh... You know, I guess it's something of a shared hobby between them, even if Takio isn't all that interested in it. So I guess once again, you know, he can't be trusted. He's just sort of telling her, hey, when I win, I've got something important to tell you. You know, hint, hint, hint. I don't think it exactly takes a detective to work out what precisely he's hinting at. Yeah, you know, uh, is really laying it on thick. I guess I was sort of thinking that maybe there might be a little sabotage going on, but I'm feeling like that might no longer be the case. You know what? I, uh... Yeah, you know what, sabotage? I think that's a little too pessimistic for something like this. I think, uh... This is probably going to end up with as bad a good an ending as you could hope to have. You know, everybody sort of wins. Okay, I'm wondering if that's going to be important, that, uh, Takio has misplaced his phone. Oh, dear. Poor Yamato. You know, she thinks that the whole important thing Ichinose wants to talk about is her becoming a full-time employee. And, uh, that's nice, but boy... You know, she is refusing to read between the lines. I don't think she's being willfully ignorant, but, uh... You know, I could understand being in her position where, you know, if you're happily in a relationship, you don't notice all the hints and other stuff that people throw your way. So at least Takio, at least he has a definitive goal here, you know, he's not giving up, and what's more, he's also encouraging her even though, you know, she's nominally working for the enemy. Yeah, well I guess the question is, uh, what now? Surely... I don't know, I feel like it would almost be beyond the pale for Takio to show up and watch the competition. Man, he really is out of it. Now, I imagine this is where things get a little bit more serious, you know. 
I'd imagine there aren't many times when Makoto saw Takio sort of out of sorts like this, you know? And I can't imagine there have been very many instances where that had happened at all. It is really fortunate for the umpteenth time that Makoto is sort of here to straighten him out. You know, I guess that really just uh, reinforces the importance of having good friends. Alright, so here we have another fundamental misunderstanding. You know, Yamato wants him to win the gold medal for himself, he wants to win it for her. And then he sort of interprets what she's saying as winning it for both of them. You know, it's simply not true. And I guess, what's more important, uh, he's really screwed the pooch this time by, uh, forgetting his tools. I mean, uh, good on Yamato for snapping him back into lucidity. Although I have to say, you know, it's, uh, I guess from her perspective it makes sense that she would call Takio, but it's rather bold for, I guess, Takio to get involved and to try and help, you know. I mean, I said sabotage was unlikely, but I can definitely imagine this would be about as, as good an opportunity as any to sabotage things just by, you know, being plausibly late. But, you know, I guess, uh, I guess I was right the second time, you know, things are too optimistic for sabotage. Takio, despite ostensibly helping an enemy, is basically doing everything he can to ensure that he has a chance. And, you know what, Ichinose is aware of this, that he is basically relying on somebody he's been going out of his way to threaten. You know, I'm wondering if this is the resolution here, if he realizes that Takio is truly the better man, and therefore he should stop interfering. You know, this is one of those things, like, I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's sort of like... A pessimistic person will always... Give pessimistic motivations to other people, even if it doesn't fit or make sense. You know, Ichinose is kind of a... A scheming jerk, so he naturally assumes that Takio must be the same. But Takio acted totally altruistically in bringing the tools. You know, there were many justifications for him not to do that. But, uh, I mean, I guess he's doing this for Yamato as much as just because it's the right thing to do. And it's nice that Ichinose is finally coming around to it, that, you know, Takio's a good guy. And, you know, maybe he hasn't totally given up on his ambition, but, uh... It's far more morally complex for him now. Because, you know, it's one thing to do something bad to a bad person. It's much harder to do something bad to a good person, especially when you have first-hand experience.
Okay, so what's Takio doing? Does he just not want to watch and see who the winner is and, you know, let things happen as they may? Alright, so I guess it was uh, just like a little moment of nerves, which, uh... I guess is rather uncharacteristic for him, but, you know, this is something truly important. So this is interesting, you know, Ichinose is making himself out to be the bigger man here. In part. You know, thank you for everything, but I'm still not giving up. You know, you kind of... Kind of ruined it at the end there, you know, one would think, you know, just take the loss. But uh, it seems as though Ichinose is prepared to fight to the bitter end. Alright, so here we go, you know, he did win the gold medal, so I guess... Uh, Now's the time for him to uh, make his move. I guess uh, it's interesting, you know, he's sort of made a big show of Yamato being his muse and all that, but when he was talking, I feel like there's a decent interpretation for that cake being inspired by Takeo. You know, especially seeing as how Takeo helped him out. Okay, so he actually went through and did it. I thought, you know, he might, out of respect for Takio, just sort of stop despite what he said, but, uh... He's really going forward with it. That strikes me as... such an incredibly scummy thing to do. And I guess to Takio's credit, he's letting her make the choice, you know? He has every right to sort of intervene and say, you know, hey, buddy, get lost, but... I mean, he's restraining himself, and I guess, you know, this is sort of that old maxim, if you love something, let it go, if it loves you, it'll come back. Alright, you know, I think that was the best possible answer. You know, there are good things about you, Ichinose, but, you know, my heart belongs to Takio. And therefore, you know, the answer is just no. There's no way around it. Well, I, uh, I guess love wins and interlopers lose always. You know, sure he got the gold medal, and he does have considerable skill and talent, but, you know, I don't know, how much does any of that really matter if you're kind of a jerk? 
I mean, I, I feel like... I feel like this whole sort of victory for him is now tainted by this rejection. You know, to some degree. I feel like he's putting on a brave face, but... You know, none of this needed to happen. So this is interesting, you know, now they're talking about what happened, how long they knew, and all that. So I guess this sort of confirms what we already kind of knew. Yamato didn't know. Takio knew a little bit, and to his credit, he didn't really say anything about it. But, uh, I guess understandably, Yamato's upset for inadvertently causing trouble. But, uh, I mean, everything worked out in the end. And, you know, it's one of those things where you could sort of say it was a lucky thing that it happened, but I feel like, uh... In the case of Orimonogatari, it was almost preordained. Well, you know what? I'd say, uh... That's a pretty definitive happy ending. So that's it for the year, you know, they've moved on and now, uh... I guess things sort of continue as normal. All of the usual characters up to their usual things. Yeah, you know, that's something. There is no real resolution between I and Oda, but, uh, maybe someday. In Ichinose, he seems to be doing well. Probably a bit more than he deserves, but this is a happy ending after all. Yeah, you know, that's a nice sentiment, that Makoto will always be around to sort of help and make sure things go smoothly. And I guess, unfortunately, Takio, despite all his efforts, he can't really shake that sort of perception of him being just this giant monster. But, you know, none of that really matters so long as Yamato loves him. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. Merry Christmas, Space Cowboy.